this one. Sync up time, ready? That's how you do it. Yes, sir. All right, so look, what I'm going to do is at the, in the middle, like when we have the questions, I'm going to mm -hmm. be like, okay, what's your favorite move? And then we'd be like, well, it's this or this or this. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say, show me. And we're going to get up and act like we walked out. Gotcha. We're going to walk out. And then we're going to walk right back in and then finish. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You'll throw I'll that in there. just cut it in there, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. All right. No. I got no <laughs> fucking headphones, bro. Whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, you get all the fancy shit, then you have problems with all this yep. shit. You know what I mean? That's the way it happens every time. And you got to buy more fancy shit. It's fucking bullshit. That's how they get you, bro. Shit costs money, bro. <laughs> all right. Hi, right, Jacob. What's up, dude? What's going on, bro? I've All been right. I've been ready to talk some shit for a well, while. Let's dude. go. I will, we will talk shit on here. Hell That's yeah! The name of the podcast. Hell yeah! So, um, what do you do for people who don't know? So, for people who don't know, um, I currently own a gym in Victoria, Texas, called Nightmare Striking Academy. Okay. As well, I just started a fight promotion called Rise Fighting Championship. Rise Fighting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and I got some guys doing some kickboxing on it. You're, yeah. You're, what what all are you doing on this promotion? So on the promotion right now, we only have kickboxing and MMA, but we do plan in the future to do, add some submission grappling, add some Muay Thai, uh, as soon as we can work out all the details with the commission. That's a hard part. Yeah, that's very hard. We're also looking to add kids MMA as well. We've come up kids with MMA? kids MMA like full rules. Kids? No, 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 no. There will be no head contact, uh, no leg locks, depending on their age there's going to be like submissions not age uh experience level there will be some submissions allowed at certain experience levels and and so on and so forth we came up with like huge... what what submissions would be allowed and what submissions would be not allowed so for kids that are just starting out right maybe they've got a year of training um a year to year and a half of training we only allow them to do kickboxing and wrestling now from so a... when they get to the ground then what then they just wrestle from there. It's just wrestling on the ground with ground and pound, but no headshots. So it's just body shots. Well, just wrestling from there. Like, like, is there submissions at all? No, no submissions at oh, all. No submissions. For, no, for a year and a half under, there's no submissions. So oh, it's weird. just ground control okay. from there. And body punches. And body punches. Right. Yes. Um, then once you get from the year and a half to three year phase. We allow choke submissions, so no joint manipulations, no leg locks, no arm bars, no kimuras, nothing like that. Just chokes, your rear naked chokes, guillotines, head and arm chokes. And then from three years plus, full rules, but no leg locks and right. no head strikes okay. for, for kids. For kids, how old until what age? We're looking to do ages 8 to 17 because at 17 you can start doing full rules. So we want 8 to 17 right now is what we're looking for. All right, that's cool. Yeah, we're working on all the rule set. We're trying to work with the commission to get this through. Um, you know, I own a gym. One of the toughest times for us in our kids program is when football starts and baseball starts. Of and course. All this because they can go out and compete in those sports. They right. can't compete in our sports right now. Right. So we want to give them a platform to where they can compete and on a biggest, bigger stage than, 
you know, yeah. football and all this other stuff. Like, oh, you can buy this kid's pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Dude, but it, it's the commission, you know? And I don't know what it is. And and look, I, I am certified to be a referee and a judge, but they won't let me because I corner people. Yeah, yeah. So I went through the whole, it took me a year, uh, a year process. And mm-hmm. then they're like, nope, you can't do it. And yeah. I'm like, what? Dude, it's it's crazy. Like uh, like they were telling me something about my guys fighting on my cards, which I probably wouldn't do anyways. Like I don't want people to think uh, any other way. Like you know that we're trying to like a biased opinion. Yeah, yeah, like right. a biased opinion. So I probably wouldn't do it any other way. But they legit told me they were like, you cannot have any of your guys fighting on this card. And I was on like, on your same card, the one the rise. Yeah, the, up? the rise events. But you can't I, have your own guys on there. Mm-mm. That's bullshit. Why? Yeah. They just said biased opinion that I could be trying to set it up. You know? But 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 the judges aren't going to be biased. Yeah, like if I agree. You're the owner of the of the uh, promotion, it's not like this judge is. I'm not. I think it might be the the matchmaking with it is like me trying to matchmake uh, my guys against other people. But I wouldn't do that's that, dude, bro. Everywhere does that. But let me tell you, you, you don't want to do that to your guys because you want them to have tough fights. If they they could win, they could lose. Yeah, because that's what's going to make them better. If yeah. you just run over people, you're not getting any better. I I agree, bro. You fucking know me. We, yeah. When we do stuff here, I'm like, yeah. we'll, we'll fight multiple times. You call me and you're like, yeah. hey, man, this girl's got four years of experience. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, how that's are we going to get better? Yeah. Exactly. Well. So it's it's been a headache. The promotional side of things have been fucking tough. I'll get used to it because um, it's oh, always going to be. Bro, I'm, I'm trying. I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, dude. The commission's been decent. They're tough to work with on certain things, but yeah. they've been pretty good. Our rep is Gus, and he does a great job. Um, yeah, Gus is cool, dude. Dude, but let me tell you what the biggest fucking headache is. Fucking coaches and fighters. I know. Holy because shit. Th- what I've noticed is a lot of coaches are like, well, let me look at the guy and then I'll tell you Bro. Uh, if we'll fight him or not. Look, dude, you don't have a choice. Yeah. This is the choice I'm going to give you. If you have, you want to fight this guy or not. They're, they're, they're pretty even, right? Mm-hmm. You want to fight this guy or not? Well, no, we would rather fight this guy. Well, then sorry, I'll find somebody else. Yeah. Bye. 100%. That's, and that's the way it is. And then they get mad at you and they blast you on Facebook and whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, dude, dude we're, it doesn't you're, matter. you're fighting like... I, for me as a coach, right? Cause I've been through all the positions. I've been a fighter. I've been a coach. Now I'm a promoter. I've been through all the positions for me as a fighter. And as a coach, if I wasn't prepared <laughs> to fight anybody on any given day, then I'm not a fighter. Then I don't no. need to be sending that person as a coach. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if, if a promoter called you're me just, and- you're just hand picking your guys. Exactly. Which you can't do, dude. You exactly. Can't do I mean, I could see if the guy has a hundred fights and you have 10, mm-hmm. then uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. But you know, you try to match people as evenly as possible. If you don't think your guy can beat them, then don't take the fight. Yeah. Bye. When, when it comes to MMA and, and promoters call me about, you know, some of my people fighting, I'm like, okay, I know what our striking looks like. I'll put our striking up with anybody. I don't care. Um, if they call me and they're like, oh, we've got this Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, they're going to take my guy down, submit him in yeah. 10 seconds, and then nobody gets better. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? But if they're like a blue belt, purple belt, I'll probably be like, yeah, we'll, we'll play right. that game. You know what I mean? Right. Whatever. But, you know. But so so what are these? When is the next rise? So ri- the first uh, rise, our inaugural event, is going to be February 2nd. Okay. Then we've got three other events planned throughout the year. Um, with just, you know, more and more build-up. Are they all going to be in Victoria? All of them are going to be in Victoria the first year. And then uh, our second year, we're planning four events in Victoria, two San Antonio, two Corpus. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this first event on February 2nd, um, what what all kinds of fights do you have on there so far? We've got kickboxing and MMA right now. That's all that they're going to allow us to do for now. Yeah, and then what are you going to – you plan to add grappling on there? Yeah, submission grappling and then Muay Thai um, as soon as we work out all those fucking – They won't let you do kickboxing and Muay Thai? No, because supposedly Muay Thai has to have Muay Thai certified officials and Muay Thai certified judges and – it's oh bro, it's such a Dude. it's such an unbelievable like you know this is my theory and, <laughs> and I've had this theory for a while. I don't know if it's true or not, mm-hmm. but look, uh, the commission get paid I think a salary. Yeah, I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I think they get paid a salary. So if I deny all these fights, you can't do this and this. Fuck you. You can't do this and this. Fuck you. I'm still getting paid the same for doing no work. Yeah. But if they allow you to do all these fights, they allow you to do smokers, they allow you to do all this stuff, all commission, all sanction, they have to do a bunch of work and they get paid the same. So they're like, no, we're not. Yeah. Paid. Yeah. That, I, that's my theory. That that could possibly be true. I know that whenever I talked to them, they said like limit to four events per weekend is uh, their thing. Like, in all of Texas? Uh, I believe in all of Texas, yeah. Because they can only sanction, they only have Bro. so many bodies to sanction. Yeah. They said at, at most four, but maybe they could squeeze five if everybody's on board, nobody's sick, something like that. Oh, right. Um, you know, they said that they could do that, which I was like, whatever. They were like, it's first come, first serve whenever your event. So I put all four of my events already in. I was yeah, like, well, that's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. I mean, if you can get venues and all that, right? mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah, it's, it's already stressful, isn't it? Oh, bro, you have so no, many times. I have an idea. That's why I don't do it. Yeah, so so many times, bro, that I'm like, I'm like, mm, I probably shouldn't do this anymore. You know, oh, yeah. I've burnt a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like, uh, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. But then I remember why I started. I'm like, you know, I want to give people a platform I didn't have. So, you know, I'm like, just keep pushing through. The more you do it, the easier it'll get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but the commission, they haven't been too much of a problem with me. It's right. the rule set thing that's kind of been tough. Yeah. Uh, but no, nah, dude, the, the coaches and fighters, I'm fucking... Dude, and, and a lot of things um, have to do with um, the rule set and people being certified. As, and bro, you, you don't have to be certified. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, you have to take my certification course once a year in order to be a referee. But I refereed 800 yeah. fights <laughs> And they're like, but you have to do it every year. Why? So yeah. you get paid every year? Yeah. So you have 800 people paying you 400 bucks every year. You're making money off of this. That's why. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have to be certified, though. Fuck you. Yeah. So so certified. the rules haven't fucking changed at all yeah. in 80 years, but you're yeah. making me renew over and over yeah. again. So what? I'm going to forget the fucking rules? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> That's what America's about, though, is making that money. Uh, I I agree. It's crazy, dude. It's I crazy. agree. I agree, dude. So, so what did you do before this? You worked for Duke? Yeah, I uh, I worked up at Rufus Sport for about a year and a half. Duke is awesome, dude. dude I love Duke Rufus. I love Duke. Yeah, Duke yeah. is he's, awesome. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I'll tell you this. Duke is a crazy motherfucker, dude. Oh yeah, we Duke is fucking. I mean, oh, yeah. hey, to be in this business, you have to be, and especially so. like he he fought on like the highest levels and everything, and you know he came from a family of fighters and all that. So yeah, Duke's fucking crazy, but he's he's the fucking best, dude. Yeah, he's a good, yeah. good dude, man. Yeah, yeah. I loved working up there. I loved working with the guys. Um, I honestly, if it wasn't for my brother having my niece, I'd still be up there right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My brother had my niece and I never had aunts and uncles growing up that were like super close. And, uh, so I told myself like, you know, I, I already had three nephews, but they live an hour and a half away. So it's hard to see them. Then my brother who lived in town had my niece and it's just like, oh bro, like 
I can't back. miss her growing up, you know. Came back to Victoria. To Victoria, yeah, cool. yes, sir. For now, that's cool. <laughs> what do you mean for now? Uh, no, just we'll see where where life takes us, bro. I'm a yeah, for sure. When opportunities pop up, I fucking jump on them. I think that's one thing that separates yeah. me from other people. No, I used to be that guy. It's every couple of years it was time to go. Yeah, yeah. Where I don't know. Yeah, go that way. I yeah, if go, some. You know? I mean, we just talked earlier. You know, Kieran offered me a job, and yeah. I, I, me, I was like. Hmm, that's that's not bad. They they have successful gyms out there. The CSA gym is what we're talking yeah. about, you guys, and they have successful gyms. Yeah, and I I thought about it, but then I was like, man, California. Ugh. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> then you have to live in California with all these fucking liberal people. Oh, bro, you can't have guns, and guys can be girls, and not no. Bro, I I'm not even gonna lie to you. Even in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Even in Milwaukee, I got in trouble for saying ladies. I was like, like how? People Why? Would, check this out, bro. People That's be, the polite way of addressing a woman, bro. Well, like not even that. Like I was kind of using it in a, uh, like they were kicking pads, <laughs> right? And I'm like, come on, ladies. And it's a group full of guys. There's a couple girls in there. Uh, I'm like, so I'm like, come on, ladies. The GM has to pull me aside, and he's like, hey, man. You can't really do that. It's kind of derogatory towards bro, the women. You guys should have seen my class earlier. <laughs> He's laughing. I'm cussing people. Bro, it was You the know best. what, dude? If you can't take a little jab and uh, stuff and racist and whatever, and, and bro. we're all friends, dude. We're all, yeah. the, you know, racist jokes here and there, yeah. guy, girl jokes, whatever. It's a gym, dude. We punch each other. Who cares? 100%. I'm on Who board with Who cares? You. When they pulled me aside, I was like. You're fucking shitting me, right? Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, nah, bro, like, we really can't. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my I was like, God. I really got to watch what I say because I, I can be a loose cannon from time to time. Who cares? <laughs> Everybody knows we're just joking, dude. It's just fun. For real. For real. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, no. That was Milwaukee was like that? Yeah, Milwaukee, no bro. No way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. I wasn't expecting it. it I'm was, like, do you guys even know Duke? Dude, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I, that, I wondered that, too, because I was like, dude, I've trained under Duke for a while before moving to Milwaukee. Um, I was like, how in the fuck is he made it? If I get yeah. in trouble for that, how the fuck is he made it? Dude's yeah, crazy. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we're all like that, dude. You got to be yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't do take anything overboard, but we just mm -hmm. have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing this rise, and then you have your gym in Victoria. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Nightmare Striking Academy. I've been running that since moving back from Milwaukee. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've Fucking love it, bro. I yeah. love coaching. Like love coaching. That's oh, cool. So much, bro. So much. Like sometimes, dude, everybody's like, you know, uh, oh, it's an easy job. You only work a couple hours a day. Dude, I work 16 hours a day. But, yeah. But there's satisfying parts of it. Like, mm -hmm. like I have people that hit me up once every couple months. Dude, you changed my life. I, I taught you how to punch people. Yeah. yeah. But it did. It helped this guy more, with more confidence. He has, he has a wife now. He's married. Mm -hmm. Before, he had girls that were screwing him over and ripping him off. And all that was because of you teaching me how to punch. That's weird. Yeah. But bro, it's, it's cool. crazy. Like, people yeah. don't understand. Like, I get it all the time, too. I got I got this young kid that he's always like, you have the coolest job. You only teach class, like, three, four hours a day. And I'm like, yeah, but the rest of the time I'm doing all this other stuff for the gym. And then, like... Dealing with over a hundred personalities every single day. Yeah, it's tough. So tough, bro. I know. I was trying to explain it. I was like, one person says it's too cold. One person says it's too hot. One person says this person's going a little hard. One person says this person's not going hard enough. It's like, there's never an even. But middle. dude, have you seen the phone at the front of my gym? Yes, dude. I fucking love it. I want. I'm gonna get one. My ambulance. On. Yes. Yeah. Go use the phone, dude. I'm getting what one, bro. I fucking get one. I love. So that. I have a student that uh, she used to train with me in Vegas, and she opened a gym in um, Washington. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, Washington. And uh, 
she had one of those in her gym and I'm laughing. I'm taking photos of this. This is the best thing ever. And she brought me one too. Oh, dude, she brought it to me. Best. I was like, that's, that's so dope. <laughs> that is sick, bro. Yeah. So um, what else What else do you think about this business in Texas? Because in different states, it's different in our state. Yeah, I've heard, from what I've heard from other people, like Texas is one of the most strict, like... It is. Uh, ...commission bases out there. I mean, but I came from Vegas. Vegas is a fight state. Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot easier to... Mm -hmm. I mean, we had smokers. It was full 100%. Like, yeah. Like, you go, we have the judges... They sent the commission out. And, you know, you have to have an ambulance and all that. Yeah. And you do all this stuff and then give them a hundred bucks and you just have fights. God, you know? dude, I fucking wish. I wish. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. I've played other sports, right? I played football my entire life. Football is so much, so much more dangerous than fighting. People do not I understand know. that. Like, the amount of concussions and as fucked up but as see, I got But see, the thing football. is, and I've, I've said the same thing, is it's accepted. So, hey, mm -hmm. my kid's going to play football. Nobody goes, oh, no. They just go, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Dude, every weekend somebody breaks their leg. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, Torn ACL, fucking all kinds of stuff that fuck yeah. them up for life, dude. But whenever they say you're going to get punched in the face, oh, my God, no way. Dude, we get hurt way less doing this. Yes. Because we're not blasting each other, you yeah. know? And unless you fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. It, it drives me insane, dude, because, like, I love this sport so much, and I want it to grow. Yeah. But to see other sports growing the way that they are and our sport just staying the same, yeah, we're growing, but not at a fast enough rate. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the government and America and them putting limitations on us, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, the commission, um, and it's their job, and, and they say it's to keep us safe, but it's, man, it's about money, too. Yeah. Like, if if... If we had a ton of money, if I had $200,000 and I could just blow it on getting a promotion and doing all that, mm -hmm. it'd be easy, dude. Yeah. It'd be super easy. i just pay them. I got this date. Let's mm -hmm. go. Let's go. It's about money, dude. Yeah. No matter what they say, that's not about money. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the world we live in. Everything is fucking about well, money now. Like, America. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, it's, it's, it's tough, bro. Yeah. I it's, know. And it's a it's tough ring business. sports. What people don't understand yeah. it's ring sports. So if it's in a ring or in a cage, mm -hmm. it falls under the the boxing commission. Yeah. So if it's on mats, that's why they're doing these point Muay Thai things. Yeah. If it's on mats, then it's not in a ring, so it's not a ring sport. Right? Yeah. And but there's not supposed to be knockouts. But let's think about it like this: in Taekwondo, there's knockouts. Mm -hmm. They're not commissioned. In karate, there's knockouts. Yeah. They're not commissioned. Why did they do it to us? Dude, I 100% agree. I think about that all the time. I was actually you know? talking with somebody recently who puts on, like, these, like, mat sports. It's kickboxing in a mat, not in a ring, right? Right, right. It's the same exact thing. I was like, dude, like, how do you get around it? How do you do it? And they just told me. They were like, it's mat sports, and we put no contact, no no knockouts on, on the thing. And I'm like, dude, I've been to multiple of these events and these motherfuckers are throwing. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, there's some knockouts. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah. definitely like there they'll start off the the day by being like, Hey, let's tone it down. By you by the time you get three fucking fights in, nobody gives a fuck. They're like, get go. Turn go. it up, let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People paid good money to be here. I mean it's Muay Thai. There's no light Muay Thai. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's yeah. like uh, you're throwing a kick to hurt somebody. The yeah. reason I'm throwing this is to hurt you. A hundred percent. I'm not throwing it to tap you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I also have another outlook on that. Um, look, Taekwondo, when it first got here in the United States, was good. Mm -hmm. But when they turned it into a point, 
what people figured out was if I have a fast kick and my toe touches you, I get a point. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to kick you hard. All I have to do is touch you. Yeah. So it totally watered down the sport. Now it's pretty much garbage. You yeah. Know? Um, and I don't want Muay Thai to turn to that. I 100% agree with you. Um, I was telling you about a Japanese dude that I sparred with not that long ago. He's a karate guy. But he, he was trained at a boxing gym though, right? Well, he trained boxing a little bit after his karate. But dude, I used to think karate was bullshit, right? So like I'm coming up in the sport. I mean, there's some good karate. Dude, Kyokushin is, is That's money. what he did. He's a, yeah. he's a Kyokushin guy, but See? a real, a real fucking Kyokushin guy. And yeah. I went like, dude, that guy fucking changed my entire outlook. And we've, we, me and him talked about it. He can only speak Japanese. So we spoke through a translator and we talked about it. And he was like, karate in America, bullshit. Like yeah. he would tell me it's bullshit. Cause it got watered down, dude. Exactly. Um, but like fucking dude, that guy was easily top one, top two craziest athletes I've ever fucking trained with. <laughs> like, like he fucking so fast, so quick twitch. And like yeah. he was in and out bah, bah, like, man, dude, fucking insane. But I hear what you're saying. Like I, and I hate to say it. I had the conversation with Duke too, while I lived in Milwaukee that Muay Thai is going in that direction. Like it's becoming very, very watered down. Um, we want it to move fast, but not so fast that it's destroying the sport, you know, that, but see, you got these guys, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but <laughs> you got these guys that, that want to do this cause they're money makers. They're yeah. businessmen. They're in the sport because they're in it to be businessmen. And I'm, I'm, happy that people make money doing the mm -hmm. sport but when it starts hurting our sport then I, then I don't like it you know and everybody's like you just don't want to change with the times no i just don't want it to be watered down yeah. powder puffing motherfuckers mm -hmm. i want it to be a fight like yeah. real fight 100 percent um man like and you see it in the gyms too bro like everywhere you go now there's a fucking muay thai gym on every fucking yeah. corner and it's like there's mm. karate guys that think oh i can make money if i say it's muay thai and yeah then, then they say their gym is muay thai yeah it's so there's some, fucking there's some here in houston yeah, dude sure. it's we have it where we're at like yeah. it's fucking it it blows my fucking mind because like the authenticity of like and people say this all the time, like, oh, Jacob's just a kickboxer. Like, no, dude. I fucking train Muay Thai, too. I don't think my Muay Thai is as good as my kickboxing, so I say that I teach kickboxing. I don't even say I teach kickboxing. I say I teach striking. Right. Because overall, my boxing is better than my kickboxing. My kickboxing is better than my Muay Thai. I don't say I teach Muay Thai because I don't feel like I'm good enough at it. And it, I feel like it would be disrespectful yeah, to the, the sport. The thing is, dude, is you don't have to be – like my guys can whoop my ass. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't. Oh, I can beat up all my guys. Yeah. Then then you're a shitty coach. Yeah. You can't coach somebody to beat you. Yeah. I can't coach somebody to beat <laughs> myself. Bullshit. Right. Yeah. So um, my guys can beat me up, but but it doesn't mean that I can't teach. You know, mm -hmm. I can. I do it when I t when I train Kevin Ross. He can beat me up. Yeah. But I could sharpen up the things that he had. Mm -hmm. in, his, in his arsenal, you know what I mean? So being a good coach and being a good fighter is two different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I just, I'd never felt like when people look, I could have called my gym Nightmare Muay Thai, yeah. but I didn't because I'm like, eh, my, my kickboxing is a little better. My I'm Nightmare Striking Academy. So I right. teach you striking. I teach you all aspects. I'll teach the clinch. I'll teach punches. I'll teach kicks. Like, I'll teach uh, tactics. I teach everything. Like, I don't just teach one specific thing. But uh, we got people out there that are just like, oh, Muay Thai, Muay Thai. I teach Muay Thai, and it's like, 
dude, you did fucking Aikido for six years. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know, but at least, you know, it's pushing our sport is is what I, yeah. I mean on a positive outlook. It's pushing our sport forward, you know? Yeah. It's just all this watering down. And, and no matter what, all oh, you fucking assholes. Oh, you just holding, you just don't want to change with the times. You're just old school bullshit. I just don't want it to yeah. be watered down. Dude, and, and I change with the times too, but I keep it as real as possible. Like there's yeah. a belt rank system in my academy. but I people, have one too. Yeah, people don't know this. The system is for me. It's not for my students. Like, yeah, it's to motivate them to keep getting better. But me as a coach, I know if that guy's got a gray belt, that means he still needs to work on these punching aspects. If this person's got a yellow belt, okay, they need to better their their kicks, their defense a little bit more here and there. Like, the system is for me to know what to teach these people and what I need to look at based upon where they're at. Like, It also helps with motivation. Yeah, 100%. Like, like you have motivation. I want that next color. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When, when I did jiu-jitsu, I mean, I did jiu-jitsu for a lot of years, but like I want that next belt. Yeah. I want a blue belt, bro. I want a purple belt. You know? Yeah. And, and I didn't care what belt I was. I just wanted to be able to wear it. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, 100%. I can confidently wear this belt, you know? Yeah. But it still makes you, bro, I'm a fucking i'm a brown belt bro. yeah you know like yeah that's and, cool dude and that's the thing is like even in my system right like the highest person the highest i've ever ranked somebody is a purple belt okay in my system all the way to black right i've only ranked somebody a purple belt because i watch karate and i watch all these other places and it's like fifty thousand black belts on the mat i'm like get the yeah. fuck dude we got a karate school now, you know what's the funniest thing is when you see a seven-year-old with a black belt. oh my god don't dude even there's no there's no seven-year-old on yeah. this planet that can beat me up yep sorry one dude in sorry. my in my ranks because i got a system for my kids too they can only get a green belt they yeah, can't go right. any higher because right. i'm not gonna have kids walking around with a black belt and people <laughs> being like oh my god fucking i beat up this black no dude like it, no, no that's not no. the fucking way that it works but yeah dude like we have a, a school in my town that literally their slogan is building leaders one black belt at a time yeah all that says right that's there a karate school yeah is right. you're selling black belts bro oh for sure they're selling and then they have a so I'm, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm, I'm going to say it like it is, right? Go ahead. They have a let's fucking... Uh, Look at the name of my show. Let's go. Yeah, let's Talk go. Shit. Let's uh, go. They got a fucking... So this is the way that their system works. This karate system works, right? Okay. You come in, you do your classes, whatever. If they like a kid, right, they're going to go up to the kid's parent and be like, your kid is amazing. They should be in our leadership program. But to Dude, be, that's been a, a sales tactic for a bro, lot of years. To be in our leadership well, a program, black belt program too. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and they're like, you, you got to sign a five year contract with us. Five got, years, one hundred percent. Five years. They but they get a free uniform. They got to sign oh. a five year contract with us. Now here's the way it works: they take them through those five years, right? Say that they do stick around for all five. Let's just say that they do. Okay. And they get their black belt. Okay. Now. As a black belt, you're required to teach a class in order to keep your black belt. So, bro, so now they don't have to fucking work. They've got these people working for free to keep their black belts. And they paid five years. And they paid five years, bro. Look, dude, I had uh, some people come. I used to own a gym across uh, Mm -hmm. this freeway over here. Mm -hmm. And um, I had some people come and train with me, a guy and his son. And they had trained at another gym, which I'm not going to mention, for five years. And they signed a five-year contract. Bro, I can barely get people to sign up for 12 months. They always think the worst. Yeah. Five years. They couldn't throw a jab. 
Bro, I can show you how to throw a jab in 30 minutes. Yeah. And you be good at it in an yeah. hour. And you, dude, you, they, I want to shake them. Like, mm -hmm. you got ripped off for five years. Yeah. Dude. You signed the contract and they're like, they're done. They didn't even, you, they couldn't throw a jab, bro. Yeah. Five years. Dude, I had, I had somebody come to my gym from another school there and they were like, oh, I've been training for two years. Right. And they were training with uh, one of my students and literally my students told him, he was like, you need to go back to that gym. And get your fucking money back. Yeah. Because can. you didn't learn jack shit. Yeah. Like, I uh, bro. I it's, know. But that's how watered down the sport's getting, bro. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's getting to that point to where it's like, let's sell people whatever, whenever, just to keep them around and just, just to get them to sign up, just to keep them around so that way they could keep making money. Fuck what it does to the world of Muay Thai. Fuck what it does to the world of striking, to the world of MMA. Like, dude, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Now, oh, dude, as a fucking promoter, you would be the amount of people that register with my organization that put independent as their gym, that they no. fight for it, themselves. So they fight out of their garage? Yes. And immediately no. the moment, so when they register with us, we get an email and it goes directly to our roster, right? I immediately go into our roster to find that person and delete them. Yeah. No, fuck. So you, you've seen my smokers where it says no garage fighter. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Dude, One, I I need to start putting that on all of our shit the because the amount of dude, people. We're, we're in here to get each other better, to, to make each other better. Mm -hmm. You win or lose a fight, when you, when, when you compete, it gets you better. Yeah. You know, but you compete against some garage fighter and you smash somebody. Mm -hmm. You're going to smash that dude. Yeah. You're not going to get better. Dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I and I used to get shit for it too, because like I'm very picky and choosy about who I spar with, right? Yeah. Um, anytime that I go somewhere, I'm always picky and choosy, and people would always be like, "Oh, you'd never spar with me," and I don't want to like if I'm at Rufus Sport on a Saturday, I'm finding the best motherfuckers there of to course. spar with, of course, every time, and like it's hard to tell somebody like. You just didn't make the cut, bro. Yeah. Like, you well, weren't dude, the guy. This is what sucks about combat sports. You know, I, I am really a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, and, mm -hmm. and uh, I've been doing Muay Thai a long time. This is what sucks. In order to get better, you have to get beat up. Yeah. And, and you don't have to get, like, you know, like, cracked and rocked and all that. But you have to be sparring with somebody that beats your ass. Mm -hmm. Like, when I, when I did jiu-jitsu, I was always wanting to go with the black belts because when I rolled with Lovato every day mm -hmm. and then somebody else was like, dude, doesn't that get like disheartening? Cause you know, he smashed me of course. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but how about me and you roll and just and yeah, run through, through them? Dude. Yeah. That's what makes you better. Yeah. And it sucks, but that's the fact. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I fucking, I love Lovato too. Cause dude. we became an affiliate while I was up there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't ever train jujitsu. I'm not, I mean, I know some jujitsu, but you know, whatever. Um, he came up there and dude, he took a couple of my like Muay Thai classes. Duke called it Muay Thai. I fucking just taught it, taught yeah. whatever I felt like. Um, he took a couple of my Muay Thai classes and came up to me afterwards. He was like, bro, your classes are amazing. He's like, I love this. Dude, that dude, like if he loses a match, my mm -hmm. brain doesn't wrap around it. Yeah. Like I've rolled with that dude and I can't do one thing. Yeah. Not one thing to that dude. Not yeah. at all. It's crazy. Dude, I I look <laughs> at him, and as a 30-year-old, I'm like, fuck, I wish I looked like him at 25. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. For holy sure. fuck, for sure. bro. Just like. But, man, he's been doing it his whole life. His dad used to teach at at his gym, at yeah. our gym when I trained there. Mm -hmm. and, and he was 
the student, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now he's, you know, the coach. Yeah, that he's yeah. fucking, he's awesome, and he's a great dude, too. He's, he's a just ninja. Like, dude, he's, he's awesome ninja, to fucking dude. hang out Straight with. Straight ninja. Yeah. So what do you plan on doing with this Rise? Um, what's what's the, the big plan? Man, the, the end goal is, so I started Rise because I was a fighter, okay. and um, as a fighter, dude, I always wanted, like, a promotion that was going to push me. Right. Okay. Somebody that was going to like give me the exposure and give me the roadmap to how to get to like the next fucking level. How to how. OK, I'm going from an amateur. How do I sign a management company whenever I'm ready to go pro? How do I what promotion do I fight for as a pro that's going to take care of me and give me the right fights at the right time? Not going to set me up to get fucking murdered. Um, wow. Like so I was looking at all that. Right. And when I decided to start Rise. I was like, I'm going to be what I wanted whenever I first started That's out. Cool. So That's cool. with Rise, what, what we're doing, bro, is we're going to put amateur fighting on the biggest stage. Like, we're going to give the fighters the biggest exposure. I mean, you saw we came in here and shot a bunch of stuff for your guys. Yeah. Um, we're going to give fighters the most exposure that they've ever gotten for an amateur well, hopefully, fight. you know, there there's some other shows. Texas Muay Thai is good, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, um, um, but... It's always comes with problems, mm -hmm. commission problems, mm -hmm. um, venue problems, um, um, fighters dropping out because they're not getting oh, paid. Yeah. So they just dip whenever they feel like, yeah. like all these problems is what hinders our sport. You know? Yeah. Um, what do you plan on? How do you plan on, um, mitigating that? So with that, that youth MMA that we talked about before is one thing, right? So like we want to start them young. We want to start them, get them into competing young. So that way it'll help build the sport the right way. And then as far as like fighters not getting paid, we're doing a compensation program. So we can pay fighters to sell tickets, to be right, our salesman. You can't pay them for the fight. Not for the fight. You can pay them for yeah, selling tickets. For selling tickets. Right. So we're doing, a lot of people don't do that, dude. They don't do commission programs because yeah. they want to keep all the money to themselves. Of course. Dude, fuck that, dude. Like, of course. if they're going to bring me. But you will make more money if you give them like, let's say I give you like 10 bucks a ticket. Mm -hmm. And you sell 100 tickets. Well, I made 100 tickets more yeah. worth of money. So you'll make more money because they want to sell more. Exactly. they'll make money. Exactly. And yeah. this is going to allow them to push themselves. A lot of fighters, if you're not giving them the exposure as the promoter, they're not going to feel the need to go push themselves either. You okay, know what thank I mean? you. So look, let me, let me throw this out there at you. So all these promoters, and this started, um, it started a while back, but... All these promoter, these promoters are like, if you don't sell tickets, you're not on my show. It's not my job mm -hmm. as a fucking fighter to sell tickets. Behind my name, it says fighter. Behind yeah. your name, it says promoter. Yeah. You promote the fucking fights. Now, all these promoters are going to get butthurt for yeah. hearing that. But but they're going to say, well, you have to sell tickets. You have to be popular. You have to make me popular. Yeah, exactly. You're the promoter. Exactly. Dude, so what do you think about that? Dude, I 100% I agree. Yeah. I tell, I wasn't I wasn't fucking nobody, bro. I was a nobody. Um, leading into my first fight, I was an absolute nobody. But I had the right promoter at the right time. And this dude made me a fucking, he made me what I call five mile famous. I can't, What's five mile famous? Bro, within a five mile radius of okay. my city. <laughs> I, I, everybody knows me. All right. I, I will go run on the street. People will honk at me. Nightmare. <laughs> da, 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 nice. Whatever. And so I took that blueprint. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to make everybody five mile famous. Yeah. Everybody that fights on our show, we're going to fucking make them five well, look, mile famous. The more famous you make those kids, 
then the more people are going to come watch your show. 100%. So it helps you. Yes. that These promoters are so worried about saving money, like saving, saving, saving. I'm like, fuck it. Like we got to spend money to make way more money in the end. You know what I mean? In order for this thing right. to grow, let's make these guys superstars. But then also on top of that, what we're doing differently, bro, is I don't know if you saw yesterday we announced um, – I'm really good friends with Anthony Pettis since I, I worked up at Rufus Sport. Cool. He owns a management company yeah. and an He's MMA a cool guy. promotion. I met him and, and his mom one time Dude, uh, when I had guys fighting in the UFC. Yeah. You know? The nice fucking guy. best. Me, me and his brother are like super close friends. We text all the time like nice. just bullshit and whatever. But his management, he owns a management company and he owns a, a professional MMA association. Okay. Right? So anybody who wins the title with our organization wins our amateur title will get a contract with their management company Ooh. as well as their pro debut on his uh, so Anthony Pettis Fighting Championship. Say, okay, so what you're saying is if, if somebody comes and they, they win a bunch of amateur fights, it's MMA though, right? Yeah, MMA. So they win MMA fights and then they win the championship and then they want to go pro. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to sign them with Anthony Pettis right and away. his organization mm-hmm. to where they get fights immediately. Right away. Oh, that's cool. 100%, bro. That's, that's, that's cool as shit. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm laying out the fuck. I want to lay out the roadmap because here's the thing. His management company has a 93% win percentage. They get their guys the right fights at the right time. You want to know when you should lose? You should lose as an MMA fighter, especially with the way that MMA is now. You need to lose as an amateur, right? Right. Get that done I mean, and out of the way. That's the reason you do amateur fights is 100%. to see, see how you... How to cut weight, yes. how to fight, like what your style is, what I need to work yes. on. And then when I'm 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 like, okay, I'm pretty confident, then when, step it up. When you go pro, that's when you need to take the right fights, right? right? This person is stylistically better, this one, this one. They have a 93% win percentage with the Showtime group, which is the management company that will sign them. So we're sending you to a management company that's going to take care of you, right? And then on top of that, they've sent... Numerous guys to Bellator, PFL, UFC, right. one championship. Nice. So they have the roadmap to get you to the big, big stage. Right. So literally with our organization, we're starting you as an amateur. It's like a stepping stone. 100%. And Good. that's what I wanted to do with Rise whenever I started this up. Like, you know, I'm pulling every string and calling every friend I have and every connection I've made. And I'm saying, hey, guys, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? Hey, can we do this? Like. I'm trying to make things happen for amateur MMA, not only amateur MMA, I'm working on some stuff for the kickboxing side of things too. And once we add in Muay Thai, I'm going to try and work on things for the Muay Thai side of things too. Like, dude, I want, I want Rise FC to be the amateur organ, the, the amateur version of the UFC in the future. That's that. And I want everybody to come and fight for Rise to say like, they're going to get me to where I want to go. You know what I mean? That's good. That's a good outlook. Yeah, and that's that's what all we're trying to do, bro, is like we're, you know, it's going to be tough in the first couple of years. We know that oh, yeah. heading in. For sure. But if we can make it through that hump, like the sky's the limit for what we're doing, bro. For it sure. really is. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. That's <laughs> good. You have a good plan with it. Yeah, yeah. We're trying, bro. We're Most trying. people don't. They just say, I want to do a show because I want to make money. Well, that's the thing is everybody thinks about the money and they think about like, yeah. oh, I want to fucking put on my Facebook, you know. I mean, CEO I want everybody of, to make money. Yeah. But, but man, you got to you gotta build to yeah. making money. Well, and then that's, again, with the promotion thing. Like, these guys want to cut every fucking corner and they want to go on Canva to try and build their fight posters. It's like, 
No, hire a graphic designer, dude. We have a graphic designer with us. We have a head of talent relations. We've got a media guy like, hey, I make some cool shit on Canva, man. Don't tell me. Hey, don't don't get me wrong. (laughs) Just kidding. I still use Canva myself. Some of the stuff that you see on Rise is from Canva. But for like fight posters and stuff, for fight posters, we have a graphic designer. She does all of our shit. She's the fucking dopest, bro. Like I send send her and her her boyfriend a text and I'm like, hey, I need this done. Boom. Gets done like fucking 10 minutes later it's fucking dope bro cool that's cool yeah so what's the first venue the first venue is going to be at the victoria community center dome it holds about a thousand to 1200 people cool um all four of our events are going to be there okay um number one it's my hometown but number two like i'm trying to get a feel for this thing you know what i mean yeah you gotta you gotta get a feel out for it yeah and if you need a bigger venue that's a good problem to have yeah you know yeah what I mean? and we're planning on that for 2025 um but also with that anthony pettis thing dude i completely forgot october we're doing four title fights anthony pettis is supposed to be in town we're, so we're working out all the details but he says he's he's gonna be there all right cool. he's gonna be there to hand out the contracts for the first four titles oh. that these guys win we're doing a tournament Oh, you're doing tournament, yeah, and the winner the winner gets the title. Winner gets the title. We're taking the top okay, wait, four. Wait, 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 hold on a second. Tournaments are illegal in Texas. Tournaments, one night tournaments, are illegal in te- right, Texas. Right, but if you have a tournament, so let's say this these fights are this day. The winner and the winner are fighting two months later on this one. That's mm-hmm. not illegal, right? Mm-mm. Right. Nope. Yeah. So that's what we're doing is we're doing our semis and are you sure because yep, I, t- I talked with the commission about it and everything. Yeah. Cause for some reason tournaments are illegal. Yeah. I talked to the commission about it. We're doing a Grand Prix tournament for our titles. All right. Um, now they're amateurs, so we can't hold them to it. So there's no contracts or anything. This is right, the thing right, is, right. um, you but know, if they want that contract, they will, yeah. they will finish the tournament. If they, yeah. If they want to do this for a living, they will finish this fucking tournament. Ah, you know cool. what I mean? Cool. Uh, so yeah, the semis are going to be in April and July. So how many man tournament is it? Four man tournament. Four man. And so they got to win one, two fights. Two fights. That's it. All yeah. Right. So four man tournament, the top four flyweights, bantamweights, featherweights, and lightweights. We're doing. Okay. Which is what weights? 125, 135, 145, and 155. Little fellas. Yeah, because unfortunately <laughs> in Texas, there's no there's no good, decent-sized guys here in uh, Texas, uh, bro. some big boys, but, yeah, not very many. Yeah. So, you know, the winner of of that tournament is going to get those contracts. If they don't want to go pro, they don't have to. Right. You know? I mean, it depends on uh, how many amateur fights they have. If they're ready to go pro, yeah. they want to go pro, whatever. Yeah, we started a ranking system, too. Like, I don't understand why fucking promoters don't do that, you know? like I mean, a ranking system in your own organization with your own fighters why not why i don't fucking get it these guys are just they just don't they're lazy bro and then they're worried about the backlash fuck the backlash dude like they're like oh well this guy's gonna get mad because he's not ranked number one let me tell you something if you want to be ranked number one let's beat that (laughs) number one motherfucker yeah like dude i think the same way i'm like what the fuck are you guys doing i had a promoter i was trying to tell him before i was like dude do a ranking system he's like nah because then these guys are gonna get mad Fuck them if they Call get mad. Call a fucking ambulance. Yes. You want to be bro. number one, then go beat that dude. 100%. And the you one- beat that dude, I'll move you up in the rankings. Dude, we <laughs> announced our, our rankings, and I was very pleasantly surprised at how many people messaged and was like, I want to fight the number one guy. Yeah. I'm, they're like, I'm the best in Texas. Dude. Give me the fucking number one guy. You are a target now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, that's the way that it is, and that's you what we're trying to build. You want to be number one, you're now a target. Yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to fucking build, bro. Yeah, it's it's cool, dude. People, you know, people are so worried about offending people in this day and age. 
I'm offended. Get the fuck well, out of here. You know what happens when you're offended? Nothing. Nothing happens. Fucking go away. Yeah. Go Dude, that way. Shut up. Uh, my students ask me all the time because my Instagram's pretty big now. I reach like 70-something thousand people, whatever. Mm-hmm. I get people all the time in there that are Wait, like, what is your Instagram? Uh, at the Nightmare KB. At the Nightmare KB. Yes, okay. yes. Um, I get people all the time in there, right? My top students are females, and they're younger females, right? And so okay. they're also employees at my gym. Okay. So I use them for demonstration, and we just record it, and we post it online. That's all right. it is. I get people all the time that are like, you're a fucking pedophile. You're oh, Pat Berry 2.0. Um, they're oh, like, God. you're a fat fuck, like all kinds of stuff. And then like my students are like, doesn't that bother you? And I'm like... Why the fuck nah. would it bother me? I don't give a fuck, yeah. bro. Like, I don't care at all. You know, it's the same thing with being offended. Uh, I grew up in Hawaii, so they don't like white people. Yeah. It's just, that's normal, right? Yeah. So, like, um, I would, yeah, somebody called me Howley or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they go, do you care what that person thinks about you? And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Like, you care so much about what that person piece of shit things about you know okay who cares then go that's what i tell him i'm like you think i'm gonna get upset that some dudes in his fucking grandma's basement whacking off to my content and he's he's like calling me names you're a pedo yeah like Mm. what you thinking about bro yeah exactly because i'm not doing that i went i went at one dude like that too he's like he's like you're using these girls to sexualize them and i'm like you're obviously the guy that's sexualizing them because you're thinking about sexualizing yeah i posted them because they're talented at what they do i'm holding pads for them they're talented at it like Get the Not fuck only out that, of here. it gets you views, bro. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I and mean, if it gets you views, that's the whole point of social media, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. But now nah, it's it's crazy how fucking sensitive this world is, dude. And I, so dumb, bro. I'm, I, I, I maybe I'm old, but it's so. Uh, I got butt hurt. Oh, fucking cry, dude. My kids' class knows I don't put up with shit. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking. They. I don't fucking. That's, I don't teach the kids. You don't, anymore. bro. No. I'm telling you. But I, I do sometimes. Yeah. I, I I keep it to a minimum. I don't do that with the kids. When I when kids I move kids, dude. I mean. When I moved back right. down from Milwaukee. Yeah. I wasn't going to have a kid's program. I ran into one of my kids at the mall and she was like, please come back, please like whatever. And I was like, okay, we'll do a small kid's program, but I'll coach them how I want to coach them. Right. Right. Um, and I did that and bro, our kid's program is fucking massive. Yeah. We got like 30, 40 kids in a class at one time. It's fucking insane, but they know I don't put up with no bullshit, bro. Like they start crying about shit and I'm like, Hey, you got two choices. You can sit there and cry about it or you can get the fuck back up and do stuff. Like, cause I'm not going to put up with it. Like yeah. that I tell them all the time, especially like five and seven year olds, I'll be a little bit lighter on. Right. Like they'll, they'll get hurt. I'll go up to them. I'm not going to be like, Oh, what's wrong, buddy. No. I go up to them and I'm like, Hey, what's up? And they're like, Oh, I hurt my foot. And I was like, all right, dude, you got two choices. You can either stop crying or I can cut it off. Which one do you want? And they're like, don't cut it off. And I'm like, all right, so you're going <laughs> to stop crying. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's go. I do the same thing. You yeah. Know, um, I, I keep, I don't cuss around kids or mm-hmm. anything like that though, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, dude, it's, it's going to hurt. Muay yeah. hurts. Dude. And the parents, the parents love it too. Like I, yeah. people ask me all the time. They're like, what's the demographic for kids at your gym? And I'm like, we don't all look at, well, dude, I was like, I don't look at the kids. I look at the parents. Are the parents going to let me coach their kid the way that I want to coach their kid? If not, then there, there's another gym down the street that plays uh fucking yeah. touch, butt. Over there, you can go and <laughs> he goes plays touch bucket, touch butt in the park. Yeah, yeah, you can go play touch butt over there. I'm gonna teach kids how to fight, and we're gonna yeah. train hard, and yeah. that's just the way it is. And our kids program is fucking. 
stellar. I mean, that's, I think that that's what parents want, dude. They, they want their kids to be able to defend themselves in a real situation. Yeah. This bullshit where, uh, oh, I'm going to go and they're going to stop hitting you is wrong. No. That's not what's yeah. going to happen. You're going to have to learn how to block a big bowling yeah. punch and throw a straight right hand. Yep. You know, and that's not what I teach. I've, I've had too. numerous, numerous fucking parents come to me and they're like, hey, my kid got in trouble at school today. He got into a fight. And I'm like, okay, tell me the he story. He got in trouble because he won. Dude, they, right there, they, uh, I'm like, tell me the story. And they're like, oh, well, they kept pushing my kid. And my kid punched him in the fucking face. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so what's wrong? Yeah. Like, Nothing. So and they're the like, deal? oh, well, they said that he takes uh, self-defense classes and that he shouldn't do that. He should know to de-escalate the situation. So what should he do? Situation. Just let him, like, push, let him push him around? Yeah. What about the kid that was fucking pushing him? Like, Yeah. He how, should be in trouble. How yeah. Yeah. Huh. That gets, kids should get extra ass whoopings now. Like, I know. It's fucking crazy, bro. The world we I live know. in now, I'm like, oh. I know. Dude. I don't even know where this conversation started. <laughs> but that's, that's it's just how it is. Dude. It, it, it's the same thing with, in Texas, mutual combat is legal. Yeah. So if I say, you want to fight? And he says, yeah, we can fight. And there's a cop right there. The cop will go, go ahead. Yeah, fuck yeah. But the problem with that is, if I whoop your ass, mm-hmm. he's going to say, I never said mutual combat. Oh, God. You know, when they call yeah. the cops and you'll yeah. get in trouble, you go to jail. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Just- it's crazy the way that people are these days, bro. Like, if you win, now, if, if they lose, they get butt hurt and they try mm-hmm. to get you in trouble. Yeah. Now, well, I have that talk with my demographic of adults. I say adults, but are like teenagers, right? It's like ages probably 16 to like 22, 23. So they're still a little immature. They do right. stupid shit. I tell them all the time, dude, from fucking Roadhouse. I took it from Roadhouse. Uh, nobody ever wins a fight, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, especially a street fight. You could beat somebody's ass and you beat their ass, but they're going to go around and tell this story and that story. Yeah. And they're going to file lawsuits and this and that. Nobody ever fucking wins, bro. Just don't, fu- if they put their hands on you, beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. But if they're not touching you, then just leave it alone, dude. Yeah. Just fucking walk That's away. True. Be the bigger person. Not only dude. that, you go to jail. And yeah, it's I'm not, not worth it. I'm tell you how I know that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you beat somebody up, you'll go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not fucking worth it's it. No good. Yeah. yeah. So I've never been, so I'm trying to avoid that myself. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> all right, look. Uh, what's your favorite move in all the moves you do? What's your favorite move? My favorite move by far mm. is the lead hook or the left hook to the liver. And I got a couple different ways that I like to set it up. Okay, show me. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh yeah, dude! I like I love that move. Yeah, I watched uh, like I said out there. I like I watched Triple G do that move, and I was like, oh yeah, dude. Why did I never think of that until I saw a Triple G do it? You know what I mean, dude? Watching Nikki Holtzkin do it, I'm like, Nikki Holtzkin. Oh, oh dude, he knocked out a couple people with that too. Yeah, yeah. Bam. Yep, dude. Yeah. Um, dude, it, it's weird because uh, a long time ago I had somebody say, oh, "You stole that move from me." Uh, dude, I stole every move I know from somebody. A fucking man, dude. Not, not one move, every move. I mean, I've made up a couple here yeah. and there, but 99.9% of moves I learned from somebody. Dude, 100%. Like, you stole that. Yeah, 100%. I told you whenever I came in here today, I was like, Mark, I'm only here to steal your drills, bro. Let's like, go. 100%. Dude, if it works for you and you knock somebody out, that's now your move. Yeah, I fuck told- it. <laughs> some of my guys knocked some dude out. Dude, I knocked him out with your move. I go, that's your move now. Yep. That's 100%. It, yeah. 
So look, in, in in fighting, in all of fighting, like MMA, kickboxing, whatever, Muay Thai, what's your least favorite move? Oh, my least favorite? Fucking. What do you hate? Okay. The fucking spinning shit is one fucking guy. Dude, have you seen my, my combat corner shirt? The the no spinning shit? No spinning yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck yes, dude. I, I need that written on my fucking walls. No, I fucking <laughs> dude, hate spinning shit. Dude, you can shit. get it from Combat Corner. No spinning shit. Yeah, really dude. Huge. I yes. Love it. Oh, I love my it. God. No spinning <laughs> sh- I fucking hate spinning shit. And, uh, like, boring clinch. Like, but, I like I like the clinch when you're active. But well, clinching mean, just to hold. Clinch, right. Yeah. Clinching just to hold. Like, if you're not kneeing me, elbowing me, I'm the kind or, of guy that... Or how about patty cake knees? Oh, my God. These. Dude, I fucking... It has to be effective. That's yeah. not effective. Yeah. I like, Dude, there's coaches that tell their guys. I know. That. You're going to get points if you patty kick. Yeah. Like, no, no, you're not. It doesn't hurt. I'm no, the kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy. If I'm fighting somebody and they're better in the clinch than me, then please fuck me up. Like, beat me Dude, up. Dude, but you're punching and kicking someone to hurt them. Yeah. If I'm throwing this knee and it doesn't hurt, it's worthless. I agree. 100%, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's good. So, um, so far you, you haven't had your first show yet now, but what is it that you hate about this business? Okay. So far you haven't even had a show yet, but I've touched on this a little bit. Okay. Go fighters and fucking coaches, man. Like in what capacity? The capacity of pulling fighters off, not liking matchups. Like, dude, it's, oh my God, it's the fucking worst, bro. The amount of fall offs. And just because like, dude, not too long ago I posted, we had an agreement on a matchup. I posted their fight pictures. Uh-huh. I get a message and it's like, hey, man, we're going to go ahead and pull this guy. That guy looks like a beast. You can't tell if somebody can fight by what they look like. Bro. You can't. <laughs> you, you see Triple G out in, walking in the streets, you'll be like, I'll beat that dude's ass. No, bro, no, you won't. I, no. I fucking hear you. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I, I would match guys, right? I. Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> God yeah. damn, Stanley. Yeah. Need to get him a fight, dude. Uh, I matched guys. It was one and one versus one and one, right? Okay. Sounds like a good matchup, right? Yeah. Coach said no. The other guy was too good. Well, I mean, me. <laughs> bro, I'm telling Look, you. Look, dude, when I first moved here, uh, um, I had all my guys do a, a smoker at um, Corley's. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, all y'all are doing it. We support all the gyms here. That's yeah. what we do, right? And we go over there, and he has a list of all these people, and there's and the, the table's full of coaches. And they bring me up there, and I'm like, yeah? And they go, hey, we're thinking about matching up your guy with this guy. How much experience does your guy have and all this shit? And I go, I'm watching all these coaches like this. I go, listen, my guys will fight anybody in this building, all right? So whenever you match them, let me know. I'm going to be upstairs. A and I walked man. out. And they matched them, and my guys did great. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's smoker, dude. You match them as closely yeah. as possible. Yep. I mean, I mean, you know, you know my outlook. Like I said, dude, we've done your smokers before, and yeah. like we walk in, and it's like, but dude, whoever. you try to match people as closely as possible. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm not matching somebody, you know, with eight years experience with somebody who just six yeah. months. You yeah, know, you're not doing that. You, you make it close. You could win. You could lose. Yeah, but you better fight hard. You yeah. better fight good and, that night. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not about that shit. Yeah, but anyways, so let me ask you this: What in life do you love? Everybody says family. I know that. Well, um, see, and I always preface it. I should preface it with besides your family, because look, dude, you're supposed to love your family. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Um, man, what in life do I love? I love 
my fucking gym. I yeah. love fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I I love I love life, bro. I love fucking living. Like it's it sounds stupid. Like people say stupid dude, shit like that. What? Like it's just it's like, hard to find, dude. Especially for Americans to yeah, to man. love life, dude. It, that that should be a priority of everyone's, man. Dude, I wake up every morning. I think about how fucking grateful I am. I get frustrated all the time with stupid shit, and I get mad, and then I fucking sit back and I think, and I'm like, you know, like I'm fucking. I'm good. I can walk. I can run. I can, you know, I can fucking, I've got all these good things going on in life. Like fucking be grateful. So I wake up every morning fucking grateful, bro. Fucking that's cool. Grateful. That's cool. That's a good, that's good to have. You should be able to teach that to people. I try, bro. I try sure. all the time. I get For people sure. all the time that come to me super negative and I'm like, bro, you're fucking breathing right now. Be yeah. happy. You know, you know, uh, and, and a lot of it, it, once you get older, it happens a lot too. Just trust me. Look, Worrying about things you have no control over mm -hmm. is dumb. Yeah. But we all do it. Like, man, I don't know what's going to happen in the economy because we have this idiot in office and uh, you can't do anything yeah. about that right now. Yeah. Do your fucking best. Oh, yep. Let it go. <laughs> because you can't do nothing yeah. about it. So why are you stressing yourself about it? Yeah. But it's hard, dude. Dude, I get mad. I get mad a lot. And then I just, I tell myself, I'm like, it's done. It's happened. You have no control. Like there's nothing you can do. Just be the best you now. Like, Man. you know, whatever it might be, what, with a promotion, with classes, with whatever, you know, just fucking love life, bro. You know what I mean? Like just fucking That's, love it, dude. All right. All right. I need that too. I need that. <laughs> I get frustrated and tell people off. Yeah. Nah, whatever. <laughs> okay. So what in life do you hate? Oh, Oh, fucking money. You hate money. Dude, here's the thing. Now, I knew this. I have this conversation. You can't hate money. Bro, man. I have this conversation with people all the time. It's not that I hate money. Okay. It's that I hate what money does to people. Oh, for sure. What, like, it's fucking disgusting, if you think like, about it. Like, for example? So, there's, there's a saying out there. It's like, money makes you more of who you are. Okay. Right? And when I look at the world and I see people who came into money... I can maybe count on one hand the amount of people that have become better people because they've made more money. Yeah. You know, um, it's a fake currency that. But how? How have they become worse people? They, the more money you have, the more of an asshole you become. How the, though? Like the personality wise, the, the way that people act, the way that they carry themselves. They act like they, they're better than you. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, bro, because you have a higher number. When you log into your bank account, you think you're better than me and you're not. No, no. Like you, I, when I die, when, when both of us die, me and that other person die, they're not going to talk about how much money we had in the bank. No. They're going to talk about who unless we were. Unless you give it to them. Yeah, unless you give it to them. <laughs> uh, they're going to talk about who you are as a person and the things that you did for other people. Yeah. That's what they're going to talk about. Yeah. So the, the way that money changes people, the way that you know, money does things to people. If, if we went outside and we found two people out there and we threw a hundred dollar bill on the ground in between them, you know, they would fight over it. They would throw fucking hands over it. Some you know people, what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, I don't like what money does to people, bro. It's not, it's a fake currency that, you oh, know, that we print out. And then we tell people like your value is based on how much of this you have. When I think it's, it's completely fucked up. It's wrong, dude. Like, yeah. You know, I, I want to be valued on who I am as a fucking person. You know what I mean? Like the way that I treat people, 
uh, you know, the way that people look at me and, you know, making people's lives better. That's how I want to be valued. Not by the fucking amount of money I got in my bank account. Like I will never be a rich man. And I know a lot of rich men. I'll never be one of them. And I'm okay with that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's yeah, good. Alex. It seems weird. It seems like fucking. So what if, what if you, um, had a plan to be a rich man, um, and you came into a whole bunch of money, how would it change you? If I made a whole bunch of money? Yeah. Oh, dude, I would still live as if I'm broke um, because all that money would go you in. You think so? No, bro. Here, here's the thing. No, because here's the thing, too. I'm not going to lie. I would blow all that fucking money. <laughs> I, would have, I would have the nicest. But maybe that's why we don't have money. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would have the nicest fucking gym out there. My, oh, yeah. my girlfriend can tell you. I wish she was here right now. She fucking hates it. Anytime that we get a lot of money, I'm like, I think the gym needs this. And she's like, it doesn't yeah. need this. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure we need and that. Like, yeah. Dude, I, I could ride a bike everywhere that I go, but my gym is going to look like I've fucking, you know, like my gym looks as if yeah. we make a lot of money. Yeah. When in reality, it's like, I just take all the money we have and throw it in that motherfucker. Yeah, you mine know? too. I, I made a pretty nice gym too. So. Yeah. You know, I, but what I try to do is uh, I always have a saying is, in America, well, everywhere, is you either know how to do it or you have to pay somebody to do it. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to paint something on the wall, you either know how to do it or you better pay somebody. To do yeah, it. yeah. So I, I try to do most of it myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I try. I try to. But it no, saves you some money. <laughs> I tried to pay my gym last time. Fucking paint machine exploded everywhere. Oh, and I was like, no. we're fucking paying somebody. It's time to pay somebody. Yeah, yeah. I do that too. <laughs> I do that with cars, dude. I used to fix my old cars. And then I, t I used to take it to this mechanic and he would just laugh. He's like, what'd you fuck up this time? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> fix it. Fix it. <laughs> okay. So what's your favorite saying? Like, what if you're in the gym and, and I ask somebody in the gym, what does he say all the time? What's your favorite saying? Oh, so it used to be super easy, right? Like I'd, right. I'd, I'd be like, all right, guys, we're going to do this. And it'd be super difficult. And I'd be like, super easy. It used to be that. But I think now it's more, I say, uh, you don't need it. Right. Or you have another one. Right. So somebody will like come up what? to me and they'll be like, oh man, my hand hurts. I'm like, you don't need it. Yeah. You got another one. You know what I mean? One on the other so, side. Yeah, you got punched. Somebody got punched in the eye, and they'll be like, "Oh, dude, my eye, like it, it's hurting." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, good, good thing you got another one, man. Like, you know, <laughs> the other one works better than that one too. Yeah, so you're good nice. to go." Uh, yeah, dude, I say shit like that all the time. Like, uh, somebody's getting low kicked like a motherfucker. They're limping. I'm like, "Hey, you got another one." Yeah. You know, like fuck. You don't it. need that leg. Yeah, you don't need you that. You need that leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So wait, let's narrow it down. So somebody would say, man, fucking Jacob always says this. What is it? Oh, it's definitely, uh, you got another one. Or, or ah, you don't need it. You got another yeah, one. Yeah, you don't need it. You got another one. That's 100%. <laughs> All right. All right. That's good. Okay. So if you didn't do the profession that you did now, let's say you never, you never taught Muay Thai or kickboxing and, and you never fucking, you know, you just trained or whatever. What would you do? Fuck, dude. I don't know. I, uh. I obsess over this. Like, this is my entire yeah, life. Yeah, that's not an answer. So, you got to figure it out. What would you do? I would probably, and I've tried it before too, I'd probably coach football. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I would coach football. You'd still football. be a coach then. Yeah, I would, I would still be coaching. Um, I think that's always been like what my life is supposed to be about is right. like guiding people. Um, that sounds stupid as fuck, but, um, you know, like, I yeah, I would probably coach football. I love football. I grew up on football. I just sucked at it. 
You know, yeah. my brother was always, oh my God, dude, I was, I was Richard's little brother my entire life. You know what I mean? Because he was the football player. He was the fucking super athlete, but I was oh, really? the cerebral one. You know, okay. like I always, like I could break down what every single position did on every single play and how it was supposed to go. I just didn't have the fucking talent to pull it off. Right. So I probably would have coached football. Yeah. I did that for a little while, but then they told me that I had to teach classes. At the same, at, at a high school, I they told know, me I had I to have, teach classes. I have one in here that's uh, a soccer coach, and that's what fuck, he does too. Dude, you know? did, I could coach all day. It's the teaching classes and teaching these fucking God, dude. These kids nowadays are fucking stupid, dude. I it was Don't after get me started, bro. Don't get me started. It was after I had started. After I'd already fought a couple times, actually, I'm teaching at the school. I have to walk a kid down to ISS, and this kid's like, if we were on the outside, you don't know what I would do to you. And in my head, I'm like, kid, you don't know what I would do to you. Like, yeah, uh, we could find out. Yeah, come for to the gym real. And give it a shot. 100%. Wait, <laughs> nah, I would coach football. You got a waiver? Well, just, <laughs> we'll sign a waiver right now. For real. Fucking kids. <laughs> All right. It's coach football. Wow. Mm. I didn't expect that. Okay. Yeah. So what profession would you never do? Like, oh, there's shit. no way I could ever do this. Um, oh, fucking politics. Couldn't make it in Bro. politics. So, it, you know, the thing about politics, bro, you don't get me in this rabbit hole, but anyways, politics, politicians aren't supposed to be going into office to make millions of dollars. I agree. That's not the reason, mm -hmm. but that's the reason people get into yeah. politics now. Yeah. This Pelosi lady's got $200 million, got a $25 million house. She makes 135 grand a year. Yeah. How? That, How? Dude, the richest people in the fucking world. Richest How? people in the world that don't do shit. Bro, it's crazy. Yeah, I hear so you. So there's also, um, they were trying to pass a law <laughs> to where politicians cannot invest in the stock market if they have control over the law that passes that product. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I I have control. I can pass the Pfizer drug or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put $8 million into this fund. And then, of course, I'm going to pass that it's legal and yeah. it's safe for everybody so I can make money. But they didn't. Of course they didn't pass Yeah, of course it. they didn't. Yeah. No, it didn't pass. Oh of course. Oh, God. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, politicians nowadays uh, kind of ruin the world, man. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking make it. Dude. It's They're not. supposed to. You're supposed to become a politician because you want to help people. Yeah, I want to help mm -hmm. Texas or whatever. Mm -hmm. I like our, I like our governor here. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's the yeah. fucking, he's, he's the shit, the dude. Man, dude. Yeah, dude. He's that boy man. just comes rolling up in there, bro. Just fucking. The, the, <laughs> the, the feds are trying to stop him because he's making a law saying you can't be illegal and walk across the border. Yeah. In Texas, you mm -hmm. can't. And they're like, no, we're going to stop that. Why? It's every country in the world. It's not legal for you to cross right into their border. Yeah. Yeah. But ours, you can let them. Yeah. And, and our governor's like, no. And they're trying to stop them. Dude, fucking, I love Abbott, bro. Just fucking gangster. We need to get him some spokes for that fucking wheelchair or something, dude. Get bro, him some fucking he, spinners. Even, he even passed in, it's, it's in our legislation now that. If there's another lockdown, Texas isn't doing it. Yeah. He fuck passed. yeah, dude. It's passed. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm down. I'm all for it, dude. hundred percent. Yeah. Now all you right. fucking, the rest of you people don't come down here to fucking Texas and no. ruin it. Bro, don't come. I mean, this is you, our house. You want to come to Texas? It's Texas. Yeah. There's a reason you left the yeah. place you're at. Yeah. You're yeah. adopted. That's oh, what God. it is. Like you're adopted. <laughs> you're not changing us. We're fucking changing you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I get, I get it. All right. Okay. So. 
One more thing, deep one, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of your life, when you're going to die, it's all over. How would you like for people to remember you? Oh, um, the guy that walked in the room and made it better instantly. Damn, that's a that's some big shoes to fill, dude. It's I know. I I walk into the room and bring down the property back right, <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> nah, man, I want to I want to walk in and I want people to uh know that like, you know, like, oh fuck, Jacob's going to be there. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I love that guy. Like he, you know, that's cool. always positive vibes, always positive energy, try and make fucking make the room better, bro. Like, there's enough negativity in this fucking world, dude. We don't need that yeah. shit. Well, I, I think I have that, but I also have the there's the other fifty percent of the people that are like, oh, that beat your guys fun coming, fuck that guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, I get that too. Like, it, I like that too. I, yeah. If I don't like somebody and you see me treating somebody like shit, there's a reason. Yeah. Dude. Oh, it's I, not just off the bat. There's a reason, bro. I tell people all the time, if I don't like somebody. They're really a piece of shit There's because a, I try to like everybody. Yeah. I try my best. But yeah, if I don't like somebody, they're really a fucking piece of Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's it. All right. So um, when's the next promotion? So February 2nd is our inaugural event. Where is it at? Victoria, Texas at the Community Center. We're calling it the Thunderdome. What day does it start? Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. Two men into one man leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what time does it start? The doors open at 6 o'clock. First fight should hopefully be off and running by 7. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying it. I've been to plenty of fights before. <laughs> <Sorry>. So. <laughs> okay. And then uh, what's the website? The website is www.risefightingchampionship.com. Okay. And what's what's um, Nightmare website? Oh, we don't have one. <laughs> no, no, no. What's, no, no, no. what's, what's uh, Rise in Instagram? Rise Instagram is at Rise Fighting Championship. My right. personal Instagram is at the Nightmare KB. Okay. And then my gym's Instagram is at Nightmare Striking Academy. Okay. And then what's Twitter? You got the Twitter? I don't have any Twitter, bro. You don't have the Twitter? Bro, I don't know Dude, how to fucking use Twitter. Elon Musk rules, bro. Come I know. I, I completely agree with you, but Come what on. the fuck do I put? Like, I'm taking a shit? Like, you know. No, you, <laughs> you put the same stuff as, like, Instagram, uh, but Instagram is pictures. But you just put, at the gym right now, about to punch some faces. Or whatever, okay, okay, you know what okay. I mean? that, yeah. Hey, you guys, you guys should be coming to Rise uh, on February 2nd. Uh, hey, the show's about to start. Yeah. You guys should be here by now or whatever. I'm going to get my twatter game up. It's just talking shit. Yeah. That's what it is. I can do that. Shit. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what about. I, I like that he's he's about non-censorship, you know? Yeah, yeah. All these people are saying you're fascist. Do you know what fascism means? It means you're censoring someone. Dude. So you're telling me I can't call you something. That's fascism, yeah. dude. What the fuck? Did you see his latest interview where they were like, how many people he did said, you let go? And he was like, 80% of the people. They're like, that's a lot. And he was like, well, when you're not censoring an entire platform, it's, it's not that hard. easy. Yeah. Did you see that one where he told him to fuck off? <laughs> no. Uh, he said, no. He said, uh, go fuck yourself. No, really? He said, uh, I, I forgot what company, but they were like, if they, if he doesn't do this, we're going to take um, our, our, our advertising off of Twitter. And he goes... You're trying to threaten me with money? <laughs> the wrong goes, guy. You can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, uh. And he goes, oh, did I not say it clearly enough? And he said it again. You can go fuck yourself. I was like, I like this dude. America. Yeah, America. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on, man. Live life as a good person. That's it. Done. 100%, dude. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming out. Yeah, thank you so wow. much for having that's me, bro. Fun, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, sir. Cool. So, um. That's about it. Good job, yeah. dude. Thanks. Thank you, brother. All right. Sir. Cool. <laughs>
That's good, dude. Yeah, thank you, boss. Well, try to put, push, push the stuff that you do. Yeah, for sure. And it helps everybody, man. It's yeah. It's cool. good, man. Oh, man, it's awesome. I'm glad that we finally got to do this, bro. I know we've been trying for a long time. Talking shit. Yeah, bro. You got to get on Twitter. You can talk real shit. Dude, I need to. I need to. I, was, I always wonder, like, my fucking, my students are always on fucking